right, guys, my name is Tim Bird, and welcome to AdLeaks TV. All right, I'm gonna start you out with a joke today. I wanna get you laughing and make this entertaining. Where's the best place to hide a dead body? That's right, the second page of Google. You've heard this one, huh? All right, so uh, I hope everyone had a really great killer Q4. Hopefully you made a lot of money over Black Friday and the holidays and whatnot. Now we're coming into Q1. Uh, there's gonna be some different strategies that you wanna implement and whatnot, which we'll go over later. Uh, but uh, one thing I do want you to watch out for is Chinese New Year is coming up. Um, for those of you that haven't been doing e-commerce for more than a year or so, um, you won't know how big of a deal this is. Um, most of you are getting your products from China, and even if you're not, the people you're getting your products from might be getting their products from China, okay? So Chinese New Year goes January 25th to February 8th, and during that time, pretty much all of China is shut down. Uh, so if you're ordering products or anything, you need to order it at now in bulk um, to make sure that you're not out for two or three weeks. Um, I've seen people literally go out of business over this every year because uh, they weren't prepared. So talk to your manufacturers, uh, talk to your shippers, make sure everything's good, all right? Next order of business, uh, we have membership cards uh, that we've mentioned before. Uh, it's taken us a while to get those going, um, but they're finally starting to be sent out shortly here. So you should start getting those soon in the coming week or two. All right, guys, so we have lots of really great eBooks coming soon on everything from uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook ads, Google ads, SEO, you name it. Lots of great eBooks, all included in your membership. This does not cost you anything extra. So really excited for that. That's coming very shortly here. We'll have about maybe eight to 10 eBooks for you on launch, uh, and that's all included, like I said. Uh, and so this is the first episode of AdLeaks TV where we bring you the Week in Review uh, every week in a nice, easily digestible video format that will be educational as well as entertaining. Hopefully, at least, right? Uh, and this week of AdLeaks TV is sponsored by Red Bull. No, I'm just kidding. They're not a sponsor, but thirsty. And now, a message from our sponsor. Okay team, Facebook ads, give me an update. Pay attention people. In the world of digital marketing, it's easy to get overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Our digital marketing experts work with companies of all sizes to grow their revenue online. Thanks. We're your outsourced CMO. Month to month, no long-term commitment. We can manage one service, your entire digital business, or anything in between. Because if we can help these kids succeed, imagine what we can do for you. Visit hawkmedia.com today to get your free marketing consultation. All right, guys, so now we're gonna go over some of the posts from the, uh, this past week. Um, so the first one is about an explanation for the unusual activity uh, logouts that we've been seeing recently from Ken Nowak. Uh, and if I mispronounce anyone's name in here, I apologize. Um, I haven't said a lot of these out loud before. Uh, but anyway, uh, Ken shared a great article about a big data breach of 267 million Facebook members. And that's Ken's best guess as to why people have had to be uh, resetting your passwords lately, uh, et cetera. Um, one of the things you wanna make sure you do is turn on two-factor authentication on your account. Um, I had to reset my password as well, but implementing uh, two-factor authentication has helped me not only when I'm traveling, uh, but also uh, seemingly with this breach. Um, so I haven't had too many issues. So I do recommend you guys do all that. Okay. Uh, the next post was an awesome post, uh, combating too much text in uh, your ads. Uh, this is by Jeff Minnickbach, one of our favorite guys here. Um, so I'm just gonna summarize it for you guys here um, and we'll cut to the video in between, but 
Uh, the first trick Jeff shared was to make sure you don't have a phone or tablet in your ad image with text on it, is that can accidentally flag, uh, flag your ad for too much text. Um, if, you, if that is happening, try rotating the device in there, and sometimes that fixes it, okay? Uh, trick number two uh, was that if, if there's too much contrast, sometimes it gets flagged, okay? Uh, so if you're, if, if you're getting flagged, um, try uh, uh, increasing, uh, or sorry, try decreasing the contrast um, of the actual image, uh, and that should usually cover it, okay? Uh, trick three is to adjust the text, place, uh, text placement, okay? Um, you can use the No Limit Creatives tool that Jeff and his team has made, um, or the Facebook tool, the Grid Checker, um, and sometimes you may have a word that is overlapping in two of the boxes in the grid, and just by moving your text slightly up or to the side, um, it can lower the percentage of text. All right, and trick number four uh, is to add a white overlay sometimes to your image uh, or to part of your image if you have too much contrast, um, and sometimes that will fix uh, the issue of too much text. All right, uh, so the next post was a really good one by Gil David. Uh, it was a, for a quick and easy data gift maker, okay? Um, it's a really cool gift maker made by Google uh, where you can quickly uh, make data visualizations, which can be great for uh, client reports, social media content, website content, uh, and a lot more. Uh, so that's a really exciting tool. It was really easy to use. Uh, and uh, highly recommend you check that video. It's gonna be very useful for you. All right, so next we had a really great video by Maxwell Finn about interactive content funnels, okay? This was a, a, a really amazing video, honestly, that shows a whole different way uh, that you can do your funnel, something that I've actually never seen someone go over before, so it was really, really interesting. Um, so one, uh, this is basically a, a two-step petition funnel, okay? Uh, where you're driving people um, based on social or political causes to a landing page uh, where it gets them to sign a letter to their senator uh, or congressman um, urging them to do something, right? You're hitting people with a pain point here, okay? Um, so one, you wanna make sure you have a good headline uh, on the landing page. Um, it's gonna be a petition style lander, like I said, with a letter format saying, you know, dear congressman, I really care about such and such, um, you know, and then, it asks for, and then it asks for their name, email, and phone number, okay? Um, now the amazing thing about this all right, is that after one, after they sign the petition, all right, you're gonna take them to a landing page uh, where then they can buy something, uh, you know, political related, all right? And in the video, uh, Max is using an example um, uh, of a Trump coin, I believe it was, all right? Um, and what you're doing is you're giving people a discount for signing the petition, okay? Really, really, really cool, all right? Um, you can also use stuff like uh, social proof on the landing page of how many people have signed the petition, uh, recent people that have signed it, all of this, um, it's all described in Max's video. I highly recommend you watch um, the whole, the, the thing in its entirety, all right? Um, so, uh, so one of the amazing things too is that Max is getting 60 to 70% conversion rates of people that from the click to signing the petition, all right? So an opt-in, right? Where you get their name, email, and phone. 60 to 70%, okay? That's insane. If you guys have ever run opt-in funnels like that, you know that's extremely high and really, really good. These people are really, really engaged and passionate about this, okay? Um, the ads should be short and sweet, but very visually appealing, okay? Important things to note though, make sure you go through the political process approval. Um, it's very easy to do. Um, uh, but if you don't do that, you won't be able to talk about political, uh, you know, or social issues. So make sure you do that. 
Um, and uh, another thing to note is that Max is getting uh, 40 to 50 cent leads with this, uh, and he's break even already on this funnel without much optimization uh, or mailing the leads or anything like that. Um, so I really highly, highly recommend you watch this video. It was honestly uh, really eye-opening to me and something I'm definitely gonna test in the future. All right, uh, so this next video uh, was going viral with Q Promote by Jeremy Sun. Uh, don't again if I'm pronouncing that properly, it might be Sunny. You have to let me know, Jeremy. Um, either way, I really love this video too, and it was a completely unique approach that I've never seen before. Um, so I really recommend you guys watch this video as well. Um, the gist of it is that you use Q Promote, um, which is a, a tool um, that schedules posts on uh, social platforms, but they also have like a discover section basically, okay? So what Jeremy did was use uh, an article uh, and then uh, promote it for $25 only, okay? 25 US dollars. Uh, and he was able to get somewhere between 500 and 700 clicks, okay? And over 400 shares on this article for $25, okay? Um, this is a really great way to one, you can get organic traction for your blog posts or content. Uh, you can make audiences on Facebook out of these people. These are very good organic traffic, okay? Uh, you could also try using this for advertorials, all right? With a cost per click like that at five cents, it's definitely worth a test. All right, next uh, we had a, uh, a post by none other than our favorite guy in the world, Justin Brenner. Uh, and what this post was about is that you can actually now leave Facebook, you can leave customer feedback on ads without actually purchasing, okay? Um, I can see this being abused by people, but for now we can take advantage of this while we can, right? Um, so all you have to do is go to facebook.com slash ads slash activity, okay? And it's gonna show you all your recent clicks on different ads, and then you can click the little button uh, next, to, uh, next to it, um, and leave feedback on uh, if you're satisfied with your purchase uh, and what your favorite thing was uh, about the purchase. Was it the customer service, the product quality, etc.? cetera? Uh, but this is really, really cool and I highly recommend you check that out. All right, uh, next was a post about ads comment moderation and what you should do as a best practice by Andrew Ramsey. Um, this is actually something that's very important and something I talk about in all my masterminds, okay? Um, and what it boils down to simply is this. You wanna hide uh, hide the comments that are bad uh, in these in the ads that you're doing. Don't delete the comments, okay? Deleting these comments is literally deleting your engagement, and then your engagement ratio is lower, okay? Which means that your cost on your advertising is actually gonna go up, okay? So I always try to uh, uh, treat it like I do if someone was coming into a brick and mortar, where uh, if someone is coming in and swearing and saying terrible stuff, uh, obviously hide the comment, okay? But if someone's coming in and asking a legitimate question like, is this a scam or whatever, treat it like you would a brick and mortar. You'd be like, no, we've been in business for this many years, we've won these awards, you know, my name's Tim, good to meet you. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, treat people in the comments like you would if they were coming in in person. Don't be rude to them. Um, answer the questions as long as they're reasonable because other people seeing your ad are also having those same questions, okay? Um, and re you need to res be responding also to all your comments, even the good ones, be responding to them. Um, this can drive your sales up 10 to 20% just from the comments alone. So I highly recommend you do that. All right, uh, this next post, uh, was really, really good by Chandler Welling, uh, one of our uh, beloved AdLeaks partners, about the state of Facebook advertising, a 2019 recap and a vision for 2020, all right? Uh, this was a great post, okay? And uh, to summarize, uh, what Chandler recommends is that you do a video format of four by five 
uh, which is a 1080 by 1350 resolution, okay? Um, that's what's doing best uh, from uh, what Chandler and Welling Media is seeing. Um, that's what's doing great, and uh, it makes sense because it's a 25%, it's 25% taller than a square one by one video, okay? Totally makes sense, right? Um, what they're seeing also uh, is that 30 seconds or less videos are leading to higher uh, CTRs, but note this, um, from my experience, shorter videos doesn't always mean higher ROAS, okay? You might get higher click-through rates, but higher ROAS doesn't necessarily come from a shorter video because sometimes you want to you sell the people more in the video, right? So I recommend you definitely test both. Um, I'd say the, that from my experience, a 30-second or less video is usually going to be top of funnel, um, not, not as much middle and bottom of funnel, but definitely test that. All right. Uh, the next thing uh, that Chandler mentioned uh, is, is, is pretty simple. Keep it clean and crisp, okay? Use bright backgrounds with good contrast and keep it simple, all right? As they say, keep it simple, stupid, right? <laughs> um, next tip is to use more content posted to your page organically, uh, then deploy them as ads, okay? It's good for many reasons. One, uh, you're engaging your page fans. Two, it's showing Facebook that you actually care about the user experience, okay? And then three, when your ads already have some organic engagement, then you deploy them as ads, all right? Uh, your cost per conversions will actually be less because they already have engagement, they already have some social proof, okay? So bottom line is that Facebook and other platforms automate more of the ad buying, more and more with AI, etc. It's just getting more and more important, it's becoming more and more important to put the time and money into making great creatives. That's what's really gonna make the difference between uh, make it or break it here in the future and, and now even. So um, definitely put more time and effort into your creatives, okay? And thank you Chandler for that uh, great post. All right, next uh, we have a question about LinkedIn, about uh, getting CAPTCHAs and blocks from doing LinkedIn automation. Uh, and there's a solution by Eddie uh, Realigano. Hopefully I'm pronouncing this properly. If I'm not, I apologize. Um, but if you are getting CAPTCHAs or blocked by LinkedIn for automation, a solution by Eddie was simply to remove all the connection requests you've sent to people, clear all the logins inside LinkedIn, uh, that's a setting in there, and then just wait 48 hours. That's it, nice and simple. Thanks Eddie for that one, that was a good tip. Uh, there was another question uh, about how do you pay your media buyers? And this is a question that I get fairly often, honestly. Um, and Nick Shackelford, one of my uh, friends actually, uh, had a great answer on this. Um, and his answer uh, was that you want to pay them somewhere between a 60 to 90K base. Um, and depending how uh, your contacts are with the client, um, uh, it, it could be different uh, hoops to jump through. So if your contracts are based on performance, then you're going to want to make your uh, uh, bonuses to your employees or media buyers based on performance. Uh, if your contracts are based more on just percentage of spend, um, then you're going to want to have your contracts with your media buyers and their bonuses be based mostly on percentage of spend so that all the goals are aligned, okay? And you want to make sure you bonus on increased spend above the client success metric, okay? Um, what Nick said is that they bonus it on a quarterly basis, so it uh, limits the potentials of up and downs month to month, um, which is, uh, makes it more stable for your media buyers. Um, they also bonus out on a negotiated percentage of billable spend uh, based on successfully scaled spend above a certain metric. Uh, that, that number will usually change client to client, um, but it's somewhere, it usually falls between 0.5 and 3% of spend, um, which is, is generally what I do with media, my, my media buyers also. All right, this next question was, how do you run ads as a live stream, or rather a live stream as an ad, okay? Um, and this question wasn't really answered, um, but I still wanted to go over it. Um, 
You can use live streams as an ad after your stream is done, um, but I haven't seen personally how to run the live as an ad while it's live. Um, if any of you do know how to do this, I would love to know, so please comment below, okay? Uh, this next post was really, really good by Stephen Black, okay? Uh, looking to scale an Amazon product in, in a narrow niche, uh, Stephen gave us a bunch of great tips uh, on how to scale on Amazon. Um, I'd recommend that you, you read this post fully because it was extremely good, um, but I'm gonna summarize it for you uh, nice and simply for you, okay? Number one, uh, scale with more niche keywords on Amazon. Uh, number two, go international. Number three, look into making an affiliate program so you can have affiliates promote your products, okay? Number four, work out wholesale deals with other vendors, uh, uh, bundle deals, etc. okay? Number five, create new products. Uh, what do you know, right? Um, but that's a great one. Create new products. Don't only have the products you have. You already have the audience. You have people coming to your store. Make new products, right? Uh, number six, create another brand to scale horizontally, right? Be the Pepsi and the Coca-Cola, okay? Uh, number seven, expand onto Google uh, Shopping and onto your own Shopify store so you're able to get the retargeting data, make custom audiences, uh, uh, email abandonment, you name it. There's a lot more control you get with a Shopify store uh, than you get over uh, Amazon. So um, great post from Steven. Highly recommend you guys check that out. Uh, this next one was a great question on uh, worldwide targeting for social issue ads or political ads, okay? So we all know that in the United States, um, if it's social or political ads that you have to uh, verify your address basically and whatnot and your information, okay? Um, so David uh, Indelkofer, hopefully I pronounced that right, uh, he asked a great question though about social issue ads running worldwide. Um, and according to David, you only have to verify uh, in Argentina, Austria, Brazil, Canada, uh, the EU, India, Israel, Poland, Singapore, Sri Lanka, Taiwan, Ukraine, United Kingdom, and the US obviously. Um, other countries, apparently it's not mandatory, but it is recommended. So thank you for that information, David. Really appreciate it. Uh, this next post was really, really good. And I really want to spend a minute on this uh, because it's something that not many people understand. And I really want you guys to understand this because it'll be a game changer for your business, okay? Um, uh, so the question was, I believe by Alex Steele, uh, and it was, uh, shouldn't the view and click attributions add up to the purchase total, okay? Um, and the answer is no. Uh, the answer uh, actually came from Depesh uh, originally. Uh, uh, so thank you Depesh for that. Uh, and his answer was no, that it doesn't really work like that, okay? So the default in your business manager at the account level is set to, by default, 28 day click, one day view, okay? So for those numbers, the totals are correct. So if you break out in your reporting, um, uh, one, seven and 28 day click, one, seven and 28 day uh, views, then the 28 day click plus the one day views will add up to what you see in the purchase column already on Facebook, okay? Now, you gotta keep in mind though that when you're looking for example at the 28 day view, um, that that includes the seven day view sales, which also includes the one day view sales, okay? So the deltas or the differences between that are what you look for in the numbers. Uh, so let's say for example uh, that you had, uh, uh, that you're showing uh, 10 sales, okay? for the 28 day, one day click. A 28 day click, one day view. Sorry, the default window, you're showing 10 sales, okay? When you look, uh, when you look deeper, you might've got two more sales 
you know, on the seven day, and then a few more sales by the 28 day view, okay? So basically, let's say you have maybe eight sales it shows for 28 day view, okay? And then you have four sales for the seven day view. That means you got four sales within seven days and eight sales within 28 days, which means between day seven and day 28, you got those four sales, the difference, right? And then maybe you only got one sale on, the, on day one, okay? So if you got one sale on the one day view attribution and four sales on the seven day attribution, it means you got just one sale within the first day and then the other four sales within seven days. So you got three sales between after day one, but by day seven, if that makes sense, okay? Um, so I'm tr hopefully that's uh, explaining it properly. If you wanna look in your reports, just go into Ads Manager, do Customize Columns, and then in the bottom right, okay, there's the, view, the attribution windows, and you can choose for clicks and for views, uh, one day, seven day, and 28 days for both, okay, if you wanna break all those numbers down. Um, there's typically a lot of sales hiding in your seven and 28 day view, uh, view uh, columns that you're currently not seeing because it's not default in Facebook. So I do recommend you check that out to get a better idea of what your attribution looks like, okay? All right, guys, so that's it for this episode of AdLeaks TV. This is Tim Bird signing off. See you next time.